You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by OC Monster Man, Tiffany, Dee Dee Dunahoo, Matt M, and Al White. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 208th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're continuing the 80s Were Weird Month series with Slumber Party Massacre 1 and 2. So excited about it. As a reminder. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, there's something I learned about myself this week. (laughs) I'm curious. Um, it's that I have a really hard time spelling the word massacre. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say, do you want to do C-E-R instead of C-R-E? No, I think I forget there's an extra A in there. I, I Like mm. every time I type it, it's red. I'm like, I know it's wrong because when I look at it, it's wrong. But like the initial spelling is never accurate. <laughs> so you enjoy like massacre. 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 <laughs> It's a masque. It's a total oh slumber party masque. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Both of these movies, Slumber Party Massacre 1 and 2, are streaming on Prime Video, so check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Great advice. Great advice, Carly, as always. Hey, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, but before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Gaia. I did not write down the release date. So it's debuting this week at uh, South by Southwest. Oh, great. Yeah. I didn't know about it, but you picked this week's trailer. So I'm under the assumption that you know something about this one. I'm very excited about it. Um, if you follow Modern Horrors at all, they also have an article about it. You can check out on their website. Um, they were also really excited about it. Um, anyway, continue. We'll talk about it more after you oh, read okay. the description. Great idea. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Jaco Bauer and written by Tertius Cap. Uh, uh, the IMDb summary is on a surveillance mission in a primordial forest... I get that right. Yes. Primordial. Primordial forest. A park Nailed ranger it. encounters two survivalists following a post-apocalyptic lifestyle. The boy and his philosophical father seem to have their own religion and mysterious relationship to nature. There are many suspicious aspects to their existence, but when the cabin is attacked by strange post-human beings one night, she learns that there is a greater threat in this emergent wilderness. I'm very excited about this. I am just as confused (laughs) reading the summary as I was watching the trailer. But my confusion should not be an indication that this doesn't look great. Because it does. But I have no idea what any of this means. (laughs) Spooky mushrooms. Count me in. I don't like the visual. And I do. I do like the visual. But I also do not like the visual of mushrooms growing on someone's back. Oh man, it is very it makes it so uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> Holy cow! I'm so excited about this like weird fantasy horror 
genre. Yeah. I'm super into it. It's very and different. It's not like anything else I've seen trailer-wise. Very fantasy, but also very creepy and uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. I think this is one of my favorite things coming to South by Southwest. So I can't wait to be able to see it. Well, la di da, fancy pants. <laughs> I want to see it. I guess I'll just wait um, for you to tell me if it's good or not. I'll be like, thumbs up, thumbs down. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what you'll do? Be like, <laughs> I'll just send you a random thumbs up. I won't give it any context. <laughs> you won't talk about what movie it was. I'll just nope. have to know it was this one. Yep. Maybe I'll send a mushroom emoji also. I love mushrooms, (laughs) but now I feel very uncomfortable about them. They're so spooky. Mushrooms are like the most uncomfortable of foods, I feel like. Because they're fungus? Yeah, I feel like people have very strong feelings about mushrooms. Mm. And I feel like there's something very special about mushrooms. And I'm not talking about like magical mushrooms. I've always felt like mushrooms... I have like an out of body experience when I f- when I think about mushrooms and not like in a fil- just regular not, ones. I've never done psychedelic mushrooms. I am too paranoid a person to deal with any kind of psychedelics like that is never happening. Same. Um, but like just cutting a mushroom is like it's like cutting nothing else. It's like cutting no other vegetable or fruit out there. It's true. It feels special. It's, Mushrooms feel special. feel special. I know. I, and they come I in like to, all different shapes and flavors and some are nuttier and some are meatier. And I just love mushrooms. They're really good for you. They're super good like, for you. They're legit magic. Yes. Like the normal ones. Reishi, cordyceps um, are like super good for your health and for your every everything. I get really excited when I find, like, different types of mushrooms at the store. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, I get really excited. When I lived, I used to live in a part of, like, a cooler part of town than I do now. Like, when I lived in an apartment, I lived in a cooler part of town. Now that I have a house, I'm in, like, a sh- in, not shitty, but, you know, like, out outside the cool part of town. Sure. And, uh, the residential part of town. Yeah, and that's what happens the, when you buy a house cool right? and you don't have a billion dollars. <laughs> um, but like I, uh, we used to walk to the farmer's market every Sunday. They had this huge farmer's market and there was a mushroom lady and she always awesome. had like all different kinds of mushrooms and like the first time you go she gives you like this cotton sack and you bring it back every week and she just fills it with all different kinds of mushrooms for you and she was my favorite and i totally miss her <laughs> i need to go back i love that yeah she um, was the greatest. when i lived in boise um people would go hunting for morels during you know morel season and so yeah. my old boss when i worked at the sushi restaurant would come back and just like give everybody morels that they like picked oh, nice. and it was my favorite because holy cow those are so good yeah morel you know it's hard to so find like super fresh mushrooms like at the yeah. grocery store i feel like a lot of times they're like wet or like i don't know yeah, a Icky. little questionable. I yeah. prefer – I like actually getting dried mushrooms. Yeah. Um, okay. Unless they're like portobellas, like obviously. And this concludes the final girl's mushroom conversation. <laughs> Does it though? Because I could keep going. Um, <laughs> we can bring it back. We can bring it back. Maybe a little Long later in the short, episode. We want to see Gaia. <laughs> and also we love mushrooms and think they're magical. Say Yes. And not just the exactly. magical kind. All mushrooms. Right. All of them. 
They're special. Cool. They're special food. They really are. Yes. So great. All right. <laughs> so uh, we'll watch that movie and also continue to eat mushrooms. <laughs> now I want mushroom soup. Like a wild. Oh, me too. I actually have some. I might make some Like a wild this. mushroom ragu. Mm. That'd be good. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> What's our first movie today? Carly. We are jumping into The Slumber Party Massacre from 1982, uh, directed by Amy Holden Jones, who uh, has only written or has only directed a couple other movies, such as Love Letters, Made to Order, and The Rich Man's Wife. But she also wrote Beethoven, which I think is really important. Everyone loves Beethoven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right? Right. Uh, it's written by Rita Mae Brown. So we have a lovely lady duo here yeah. um, who has also written a couple miniseries like The Long Hot Summer, My Two Loves, as well as a documentary on Mary Pickford. The IMDb summary is a female high school student slumber party turns into a bloodbath as a newly escaped psychotic serial killer wielding a power drill prowls her neighborhood. I want to start off this episode by uh, like not apologizing but kind of apologizing a little bit because I feel like I should have done more research on these movies only because like watching them with fresh eyes I felt one way about it but then like going back and thinking about it I was like oh that's satirical (laughs) I love these movies, both of them. I love, I love both of them. Absolutely, that. I do. And I love them when I watch them. But then I was like, why are they just zoomed in on her ass for like a solid minute? Oh my gosh, it's amazing and <laughs> But hilarious. then I was like, I know this is like written and directed by women. Like I, I knew that before. But then I was like, oh, this is like supposed to be somewhat satirical like this it's is so funny. Like they're in the shower and like it just hangs out there. Yeah, because it's very male fantasy, like you know, like the, the yeah, the fighting with the the naked the pillow naked fight. pillow fight is not a thing that happens ever. I like that he even says like, wait, I didn't know this really happened. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Uh, oh man, but I had to keep oh. reminding myself is really what I meant. Like I. I, I kept being like, ugh, you know, rolling my eyes and being like, wait a minute, what are we really trying to do here? And what I feel this way because it's a thing. But in this movie, it's like it's a thing in a different level. <laughs> yes. It's so over the top. It's so over the top. And that's why it's so magical. And like the driller killer is like not particularly scary, but. Like, also drilling holes in everybody. But I got a little creeped out a couple times, surprisingly. Like, it's a really good slasher. Yeah. And I almost would have preferred it if he didn't, like, talk at all. Yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> when he talked at the end, I was like, man, we didn't need that. <laughs> totally. But it was, you know, like, I thought a lot of the garage stuff was kind of creepy, actually. That, no, I'm like that stuff. There's a lot of really good moments yeah. in this movie, especially once it gets into the more confined space. Yeah. I mean, more at the beginning of the movie where, um, like we see him kind of right off the bat. He's not, it's not like a mystery, you know, 
Like, yes. we don't know who he is. Like, obviously, we know his name because we know that, like, he was, you know, he has escaped or whatever. Um, but there's no, like, mystery of, like, who is it? Have we seen him before? It's like we see him right out of the gate almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of almost wish there was a mask component. Sure. But also I'm glad that there's not like I could go either way on it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. upset that there's not. But I wonder like how different the movie would be if it would be scarier if he was wearing a mask because he's not particularly menacing looking. No, no, he's not. He just likes looks like a standard everyday regular kind of guy, which I think is on purpose, you know, but yeah, but I I do appreciate a good mask killer. <laughs> Who doesn't? You know, it's just. Sure aesthetic yeah i like how all of our main characters are women mm-hmm. everyone doing any kind of real job is a woman like mm-hmm. the handyman the, the handyman the coach the handy like, woman yeah <laughs> like the telephone uh installation person mm-hmm. um uh you know like everyone basically that means anything in this movie is a woman and then there's these two doofuses and this next door neighbor which i do like the next door neighbor character but like these but basically they're useless and all they're all they're doing is like basically pretending to protect but not protecting you know i love the scene where the guys are like we have to go out and protect these women like that's like as soon as there's a killer and they know there's a killer their first thought is we need to protect these women and it's okay if we die doing that just yep. like crazy toxic masculinity like, yep no and then they do die yeah yeah if we split up we have a better chance of surviving like you just nope. got there like you <laughs> barely know these girls <laughs> it's like calm down boys like chill let's not be a hero just yet it's the total like it's the hero complex of toxic masculinity and it's represented very well in that moment i think there's fucking run out and both die yeah bad idea but i mean no one's really making having great ideas but i do like the fact you know what i'm sorry i'm talking a lot but like when she breaks the glass and then she walks through the house with the glass i'm like yes 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 you happen to have broken glass let's and you hear a noise yeah let's walk through the house with the broken glass that's a great idea use it (laughs) (laughs) Um, why not okay let me go through my notes a little bit if you don't have anything to add to my Um, ramblings i i just love it i i think it's a lot of fun i enjoy all of the characters i like like you, like I mean, you've pretty much pointed out all of the the main points. Um, I love that the entire score was done on a Casio synthesizer. Of course, who doesn't <laughs> love that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it's it's just so fun front to back, and I think I don't know. Like, there's a it's it's there's a lot of moments that are scary, but then I also like. I really enjoy the satirical moments of like splitting up and like the two girls yeah. and he just kind of pops up wherever he's like all of a sudden through a second story window like yeah. how I don't know but he's just there doesn't matter like it's just it's it's so good and their window is open like yep. why is your window open yep 
because why not? Why would it be open? If I was, if I locked myself in a room because there's a killer in the house, <laughs> like why? I would definitely check that window. That'd be one of the first things I did. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Closing I, all of the, like any entrance points. Oh, the Playgirl magazine. The Playgirl magazine was, with uh, Sylvester, was right? Amazing. <laughs> I'm doing homework. It was amazing. Just don't take out the centerfold. Because they just, that <laughs> character was was every boy, every like preteen yep. boy in like every horror movie ever. And then we have like just this, this young girl doing the same thing. Yep. And it feels so weird. Like, <laughs> it's, doesn't it? So it feels funny, so though. weird. But at the same time, you're like, oh, that's very clever. Yeah. You're like, yep. Yeah. That's well, and they're, they're all talking about sports. They're like calling to get the rundown, yeah. like what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Although watching so them play good. basketball, I was like, oh, you're awful at basketball. And yes. <laughs> I don't know about basketball, but I don't think that's supposed to be how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Um, you know what I was thinking? Um, I think I found my next Halloween costume in this movie, but I'm also worried that it's maybe a little too niche that like people aren't really going to get it. But You'll I get it. really want to be the pizza delivery guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> the yellow but- shirt, the like little white paper hat and like gouged out eyeballs Missing and like eyeballs and like, uh, you know, holding a pizza box. I love it. White sneakers and like mom jeans. I support it. Absolutely. That's going to be me this Halloween. No one's going to get it. It doesn't matter. They're going to be like, matter. oh, you're a I'm dead p- pizza delivery guy. I'm like, no, I'm the dead pizza delivery guy from Slumber Party Massacre specifically. <laughs> Thanks for specifically noticing. Specifically that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I Brilliant. love it. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> The part where she eats the pizza on the dead body was a little too much. <laughs> like that part I was about like, that. when I get oh upset, God. when I get upset, I eat. Same girl, but also maybe don't eat on top of a corpse. <laughs> maybe not. Just like. You know, you can't control when you're starving. <laughs> she puts Amy. the pizza box on top of the corpse, opens it, and then proceeds to eat on top of the corpse like it's a table. <laughs> Oh, p- poor pizza delivery guy. Sometimes you're just so stressed out, you need to eat the pizza. When you wear lingerie to your friend's sleepover party. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Duh. Uh, I love, like, I love, like, Valerie and Courtney. I love their, like, relationship, even though it doesn't make any sense. And, like, Courtney is supposed to be younger but they look she's supposed to be 12 she she was supposed to be we find out in slumber party massacre 2 that she was supposed to be 12 i was like what the fuck they look exactly the same age yeah they do (laughs) she does not look 12 at all no not even a little bit i mean they all look older and especially the boys the boys don't look like boys they definitely look like men yeah but in both movies i guess that's pretty normal yeah for sure. Yeah. But 12? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not 12. Come on. <laughs> they didn't make any effort to make her look 12. No. How do we feel about this drill bit? 
it's i mean he's the driller killer <laughs> it's a pretty good it's a good size it's a good size yeah it's a big it's like it's the longest one. drill like what are you drilling besides um, people you know i should have <laughs> asked tony because i feel like he knows the answer to that question like this is an industrial drill bit but i like how she is able to cut it with a machete because there's I, no way a drill bit that long is that stable <laughs> no and then he just like looks at it and then she's like mm-hmm yeah cut off his Let hand me, throw him in the yep. pool he's still kicking he is still kicking this movie would, definitely follows the one last scare uh rule rule of scream for sure the um the hand falling looked real good i thought yeah i was like oh that's a good moment i liked the girls ganging up on him at the end i liked me the too. end of the film a lot i thought that was solid ending this is a really I, solid movie i really enjoyed so it I love the rubber. Um, it's not supposed to be rubber, but like you can tell when she's hitting him at the end, the rubber uh, fire poker mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it looks so rubber. It looks so rubber. It like bends. And then I like the girl just coming out of the kitchen screaming with a knife, stabbing him once, and then like having a little meltdown. And she like tries to get her out of the way and then gets stabbed. Lots of good moments there. I would put this movie. In a double feature with Frankenhooker any day. I feel like they're great. It's a great double feature. We got some like poking fun at misogynistic slasher kind of things happening. And I appreciate that about this movie. And I, two thumbs up, two thumbs up for me. So good. This one's going to have to be added to my collection. I actually thought I owned it already, but it wasn't, it wasn't there when I looked for it. So I guess I don't. <laughs> You gotta make a purchase. Or someone stole it. Probably. Just kidding. People don't. People have stolen like, what movies. Is this? I had to actually, I started writing down when people borrowed movies because. Aw, like a little, your little video store. Well, it's just because sometimes I don't know where they are. And it's because I lent it out. And it's not because someone stole it. It's just because I lent it out. But I have lent out movies on occasion to people who I never saw again. So. You're a very nice human. I don't let my movies leave my house. I'm an asshole. I really want to share movies with people. And if there's a movie that's hard to watch, I will end it out on occasion. For sure. But I prefer to make a digital copy. I think, I yeah, I would give digital codes out before. Or like my login to something if I had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there are some things that are hard to find. It's true. And uh, yeah. Anyway. I learned that mistake. Unless I'm close That's friends okay. with you and I know where you live, uh, you don't get yeah. to borrow my movies. <laughs> Unless I can come over unannounced and take my movie back. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I have to know that you take good care of your shit. Because mm-hmm. I've definitely lent a movie out before and, like, had it come back scratched. And I'm like, excuse you. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that's not okay. Oh, it was not a good... It's not a good moment. Oh, man. Well, I, I don't did... remember who it was, but they're probably not my life anymore. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably time to go away. Yeah. They got the scissors. All right. Um, but yeah, I love this movie so much. It's great. If you haven't checked it out, guys, check it out. It's fantastic. Enjoyed it. Creepy, gory. Uh, you know, what? we didn't talk about the school scene. Um, which is the only scene in this movie I'd seen from beginning to end. 
mm-hmm. before. Um, mm. Yeah, it was on TV. I stumbled upon it on TV. I was on Roku TV or something. Uh, and No, it wasn't Roku. It was um, Tubby. No? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Just tell it me doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I was on something and I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, Slumber Party Massacre. But I did. And it looked like it was the beginning because it is. It's pretty much the beginning. Yeah, it is. But then I was like, oh, I'd rather just start it from the beginning and I don't have time right now. But I watched that scene and I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. I liked it. That scene's great. It's really good. It's creepy for sure. It's super creepy. All right. Um, oh, it's so good. I'm really excited to talk about Slumber Party Massacre too. So let's let's, let's just jump let's in. Let's just do that. We can always go back and loop and sleep up Slumber Party Massacre one if we it's, need to. It's true. It's true. Okay, so let's start talking about Slumber Party Massacre two. It's from 1987. It's written and directed by Deborah Brock, who hasn't done too much in terms of writing and directing, but she did do Rock and Roll High School Forever, which is the sequel to Rock and Roll High School. <laughs> Um, she also produced films such as Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, um, Buffalo 66, which are some movies I enjoy personally. Um, the IMDb summary is Courtney Bates, the younger sister of Valerie and her friends go to their condo for a weekend getaway. But Courtney can't get rid of the haunting feeling that a supernatural rockabilly driller, <laughs> I can't say it, supernatural <laughs> supernatural rockabilly driller killer is coming to murder them all holy what the fuck (laughs) when this this movie was over i was like i don't know what the fuck i just watched but i had a great time this movie is perfect for 80s were weird month and i'm so glad we're doing it this is so far this is the 80s were weird month winner in terms of Uh, fitting the category of the 80s were weird 150 (laughs) percent Because what the fuck? Although what I, the fuck? I will say, like, I knew that this this movie has a reputation for being very strange and falling off the deep end, which it absolutely does. But I'll say the first 30 minutes of this movie, I was I was like, this is solid. Like, I'm really liking it. It doesn't seem that weird. It wasn't <laughs> until, until she starts having the dreams. Yeah, I mean, there were dreams. I was like, I don't know where the horror is. It just seems like she has, you know, PTSD yeah. that she's dealing with. Totally. But then, like, <laughs> when the what the fuck? <laughs> it after like thirty minutes in, it really gets strange. Weird. But I think the first thirty minutes of the movie is actually really solid as a movie. They're super solid. I love that they're a girl band. Yes. I love that they're, again, it's like the women are, you know, obviously like the main characters and the, the men are kind of just like subplots. We yes. always have weird parents in these movies. Yes. Um, The mom's talking about visiting her sister at the mental institution. Um, And then once we get to the the house Mm -hmm. that they're going away for the weekend. Um, We have another uh, pillow fight. Not even. It's more like a champagne fight where people just, they decide to take off their tops and then feathers are flying around. But they're eating corn dogs. They're eating corn dogs. Spray cheese and champagne. And this is my favorite party ever. Why was was I invited? I was like, this is real. If we combine this... And Terror Train, I'm oh my in. God. I'm in. It's the best party I was like, of all this time. Is, 
this is Amy and Maya's next sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, we're going to have all of this good food. We'll get the Morningstar uh, yes. corn dogs. Corn dogs. Some spray mm-hmm. cheese and some oh champs. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> I don't need the feathers so much. No, that's too. That's, ugh. I like was very uncomfortable. Was I was like, that's so sticky. Yeah, I can't. so sticky. Ugh. So sticky. Um, but yeah. Then once once the the gentleman shows <laughs> gentleman. up, I don't know what to call him. There's no gentleman in this movie. Um, the blonde guy is yeah. as close as we can get yeah. for this. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's fine. Ish. <laughs> but um, it's literally like, don't go all the way, or this killer's gonna come and Freddy Krueger his way into our world. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, his way into our world. <laughs> it was wacky, and he had like his drill was on the edge of a guitar. It was like instead of. It was great. It was. It's absolutely wonderful. Perfect. It's the most it was perfect. perfect guitar drill I've ever seen. I also love that she was losing her shit, and all of her friends were so supportive. <laughs> they were. Um, they, nobody more was than judging others, her, but yeah. You know. I mean, the, except for that, the douchey dude. But like yeah. everybody else is like, it's okay. Like it's fine. We'll get you through this. That There's dude nothing there. Sucks. Yeah, he was the worst. Is he related to Rob Lowe? I don't know. So he has the same last name. His last name is Lowe. And when Tony first saw him, he's like, oh, look, it's Rob Lowe. And I'm like, that guy doesn't look like Rob Lowe. But then at the credits, his last name was Lowe. And I was like, oh, maybe his related. I'll look it up right now. I was going to say I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Too. Um, <laughs> Patrick Lowe. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Jinx. Patrick Lowe. It doesn't say anything about him. Oh. So. We have nothing. We don't have much. Right. Quantum Leap, though. Except for that he and Primal Rage. Yeah. Important. Important so, things. <laughs> very important. Yeah. The most important. Yep. Okay. Good to know. Um, yeah. I, I'm guessing he's related because he does look like him now that I look, but like Tony thought it was Rob Lowe. And I was like, I don't know. I thought he looked familiar, but like I just thought maybe he was in like some other 80s yeah. movie that I'd seen. He or something is like awful, that. though. As a character, <sighs> he's awful. Like I wanted it's to. It's true. I so wanted He did him. a good job. Yeah. And... He was real annoying. Aye, I definitely wrote aye. TJ fucking sucks. Like three times. Does fucking suck. (laughs) If anyone tries to do that to me when I have a headache, I'm going to punch them in their face. Oh, my God. And then he has the fucking nerve. The fucking nerve to be like, how's your headache? Yeah. I would punch him in the The nose. The audacity. Punch him in the nose. The audacity. No. I like how you hear someone shouting, TJ, get your hand off her boob in the background. (laughs) His girlfriend. I will say Oi. I really liked the zit scene where she keeps oh. complaining that she has the zit and her whole face turns into a zit yes, and then blows and yellow pus. Every time it cuts back, it's like pussier and pussier. Ugh. That was great. And the raw chicken attack. I mean, there's some there's some good gore in this movie. There's that was disgusting. Yeah, I felt was. so unco- I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. But yeah, it's weird because it just, it could have just been a slasher, you know? But instead, it's like, it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street wannabe. 
it really is, especially with the end. I don't mean to jump around, no, but like with right. the very last scene of the movie where she's a, like in bed with her boyfriend <laughs> and then it's just kidding. It's like Driller Killer t- Part 2. A dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, what is happening? I don't, I don't know. And that's when I said to myself, what the fuck did I watch? I don't then? know, but I do appreciate the guitar drill combo with oh. the I can't get no satisfaction music. <laughs> he goes, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> it was so good. It's so horrible. So I horrible. Love, it's so amazingly horrible in the best way possible. <laughs> That's like kind of how I felt like the entire time I was just like, I don't know what is happening. I don't know why it's happening, but like I am here for it and I'm just having a great time. Yeah, it's good. It's not as good, I think, as the first movie, but oh, it no. is just as entertaining, if not more so. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like the vibe, not anything about the movie like at all, but like the vibe of it, of how ridiculous it is ridiculous it is is like texas chainsaw massacre 2 yeah a little bit like where it's just completely off the wall yeah and you're like i don't even know what is happening but like i'm along for the ride there's a lot of music in this movie yeah there is the first song featured is them singing in the car Mm -hmm. and the lyrics they're singing is i want to be your tokyo convertible and I just don't know what that means. Man, the 80s were so weird. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a rock and roll high school uh, moment where they're like, ooh, rock and roll high school's on. And then the director did rock and roll high school too. So that's cool, right? They did a little nod. A little nod In the it. first... In the first movie, there is also, like, in one of the bedrooms, the book that the writer wrote mm-hmm. in the background. I will say that this, the the song choice for the booby dance sequence did not work for me. <laughs> Maybe it was all they could get. Like, it, yeah, it was not dancey enough. Like, for the type of happy dancing they're doing, it's, like, kind of a depressive song. And I'm like, I don't think this works here. And then, like, the slow-mo booby dance and the feathers. Yeah. I definitely wrote boob dance like three times. Look at this boob yeah. dance. Boob fight. That's exactly boob what it is. Boob fight with feathers. I like that they're like sitting there and she's like putting her bra back on and the girl looks over and she's just like, you're so weird. And I was like, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, she's weird. <laughs> and these policemen. What is wrong with these policemen? Oh my God. Don't call Victim us again. Victim <laughs> like, don't call us again. Ever. Oh, that garbage compactor scene was great though. Oh. Yes. The bones cracking and she just passes out. I was like, same, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I would do. <laughs> you can't find your friend. And then you hear this like terrible cracking in the Ugh. garbage compactor. Ugh. Ugh. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I really thought there was going to be a body in the trash compactor. I'm kind of bummed I didn't get that satisfaction. I know. Me too. I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> you can't. Insert song. And the, the, the officer's names are Voris and Kruger. And of then uh, Craven is the name of the other uh, the family of the from the original film. So there's some there's some nods here, little nods, nods here and there. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't make any sense at all. No sense um, whatsoever. But it's a good time. 
you know how much sense it makes in what it kind of reminds me of a hmm. little bit uh what's the name of that movie we did it for 80s for weird month a while ago i think it's like fall break <laughs> oh with the song that you sang yes that one yeah fall um, break going on a fall break <laughs> i don't know if that's how it goes but it has its own theme song and it's really peppy oh my god yes is that what the name oh it's called um it's called something else though it's not called i think it's like aka fall break but i don't think yeah it's, it's that was like the secondary name it's called like the the marauder the, no what is it i'm gonna look it up I'm just going to type in fall break and see what happens. That's what I was going to suggest. Fall break. I remember it. I remember like the parts of the movie. Yeah. Like, the there's, mutilator. Like, a pool. The mutilator. Oh. Yes. Yes. But it is kind that, of like the mutilator a little bit. That movie was so good. It's really good. It's not though. Remember, it's not. But like, It's, it's not, it's, but like it's entertaining. Remember when they were playing that game in the dark? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I really want to watch rewatch the mutilator now. That's so funny. It gets like crazy brutal at the end, though. That's what I was like weird about it. All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Sorry not to not to bring it back to the mutilator. (laughs) But all that fall break song. So good. Oh, man. Oh, I just noticed that one of the characters is named Sally Burns. Oh, after Sally from TCM Massacre. Yeah. 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 Played by Marilyn Burns. Nice. Those are just fun. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Bates. Love it. Mrs. Bates is the mom. All right. We got some stuff going on. We <laughs> this do. one guy's name is Mr. Damn Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. You damn kids. His name yeah. is Mr. Damn Kids. That's hilarious. And he's the guy that comes out and says, damn kids. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's his name. So original. Yeah. <laughs> but like in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he was probably like, I demand a name for my character. And like, and like, All right, you're Mr. Damn Kids. It's your line. It's your name. <laughs> done. Oh. Consider it done. I, this was a great week. This was fun. It was fun to watch both of these back to back. Yeah. Um, we'll do again. This would be a fun one to do, like on the projector outside with some friends. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. With your like neighbors being like, what the fuck lots is of happening boobs. over there? No one can see. It'll just be lots of screaming. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying with the 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 sound up and all the, the tunes blasting with also the screaming happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Love it. Definitely be I a love thing. a good a, a good moment like that. Yeah. So yeah, this was a good this was a good episode. This was a good week. Uh yay. Yay for eighties were weird month. Yay. Yay. Oh my gosh. Right. So how are you doing over there, Carly? I'm real good. Yeah. How are you? Are you real good? What are you what are you watching over there? Anything anything interesting? No. No. I'm watching a lot of 2020. <laughs> I told you, Criminal Minds is over. I don't know what to do with myself. Today actually I did watch Congo. Okay. Congo. I woke huh. up wanting to watch Congo. Sure. And sure, so sure. I made that happen for myself. Okay. Okay. And it made me really happy. I'm glad to hear that. I don't think I've seen Congo since high school. Oh, man. Uh, it's terrific. 
really mm-hmm. bad, but uh-huh. terrific. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Nice. Um, what else? I don't even know if I've really been watching any. I've been watching a lot of The Mummy and The Mummy Returns because all those are also go-tos sure, for me. Sure, sure, Birds sure, of sure. Prey. Of course. Um, but yeah, a lot of 2020. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. Good. Good. Good go-tos. Yeah. I watched Coming to America 2. Oh, how was it? I liked it, um, but a lot of people don't. <laughs> and I, I mean, I get it, but... Yeah. <clears throat> But is it fun? I thought it was funny. I didn't wasn't expecting a lot, so mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it for what it was. I really liked a lot of the people in it. <clears throat> it's fun seeing Eddie Murphy doing characters again. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy uh, Leslie Jones a lot, and she's great in this. Um, I love her. I mean, everyone's in it. I don't know. It's just it's just fun. I think there's people that i don't know what they were expecting um but it 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 went past my expectations which were pretty slim to nothing and i definitely chuckled enough for for me to have enjoyed it and it's not short i watched the whole thing without like looking down or looking away or um i mean it's very formulaic you know, you know what's mm-hmm. going to happen pretty much, but it's still, it's still like fun. It's nice. It's a nice, fun, cutesy movie. And I enjoyed it. That's if you, all that I could ask. For. I think if you like coming to America and you don't have a lot of hope for the sequel, you'll like it. It's just like, if you're really <laughs> expecting it to be as good as the original, like you're, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Right. It's oh never going to reach funny. that level. Of course. No. Um, but if you like the original, like there's a lot of fun, like throwbacks and and things of that nature. So I I enjoyed it. I did. Love it. Tony liked it too. But then I went on Twitter and everyone was trashing it. I was like, oh, I guess I'm the only one that liked it. <laughs> Twitter is so judgy. It is. But then I also went on like Letterboxd and everyone was trashing it on there. So I was like, okay, <sighs> I might be the only person that likes it, but that's okay. Or maybe I'm the only person so that's judgy. willing to say they liked it. Like maybe people are just, you know judgy for being judgy well i mean you know one person says they they don't like it so like other people saying they like it fall into it yeah yeah. um but i don't care what people think of me and i liked it so there's that that's all that matters also like when was the last time you watched a new comedy that was like actually funny I don't know, but I'm. We know I'm weird about comedy. Like it doesn't happen very often. I feel like a lot of newer comedies. I, maybe it's just me. Like I'm an old fuddy duddy, but I don't really think that comedies are funny anymore. That's my thing. They're just not. I don't know if it's just like my brand of humor is just not what the new movies are. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe like I'd spent like I don't think I thought like a new release was funny since like Trainwreck. Trainwrecked. Like Amy. Yeah, I didn't movie. even think that Trainwreck was that funny. I. I liked it. Um, but I'm not a huge Amy Schumer fan. Though. Yeah, no, I know a lot of people aren't. I like her, though. Um, um, I don't even remember the last comedy that, like... It's been a I minute. Th- like, there's not really a lot. Funny. New? What new movies are even comedies? I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> there's a lot, apparently. I just... They're not on my radar. No. So, like, I don't... I don't know. All right. Maybe we're just missing them. I don't know. We're missing it. We're missing all of like, it. Like the comedies aren't even comedies. I watched is King of Staten Island supposed to be a comedy? Because I thought it was. I don't think so. But it's not funny at all. Yeah, I don't think it is because it's right. obviously like based off like, of like 
a little bit well, of PTSD. Well, yeah, but I thought that, like, I don't know, people were saying it was a comedy, but maybe I missed that. I think it was supposed to be, like, like a heartwarming tale. Is it heartwarming? <laughs> I don't know. Like him, I don't, him, a coming of age movie, maybe? It Does says comedy on it. It says comedy oh. and drama. It's, it's a Judd dramedy. Apatow. How is Judd Apatow not supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know what comedy is anymore. I miss comedy. I just, and this was the closest I came to watching a comedy that was a new release I, in a long time. I just Googled new comedy movies. Yeah. And uh, Sky Sharks is in one of them. Ooh. And I am interested. But so is Soul. <laughs> and I, while Soul made me laugh maybe a couple times, I didn't. It made me cry more. <laughs> yeah, I feel so. like the comedies have a lot are very like dark and not like outright heavier. funny. Like sometimes yeah. you just want to laugh at some doofy shit. Is Barb and Star funny? Oh yes. Maybe That's, I need okay, to go check that, that out. Check that out. All Kristen right. Wiig is a is a damn gem. She is a damn gem. All and right. it is so ridiculous and funny and ridiculous. <laughs> I laughed a lot during that movie. All right. Okay, I'll, that's I'll go that check is that one out. That is it. <laughs> All right. I'll go check that one out. Because I need a comedy. I need a sense. comedy that's not afraid to be a comedy. I, I, oh, yes. Is it like, is it because of like people being sensitive that people are for, afraid to be funny now? I Maybe. mean, I don't know what it is. It is stupid humor in a great way. I definitely suggest that you check that out. I mean, I guess Borat, right? I didn't watch the new one. I've been meaning oh, to. You should. It's good. I don't I've even heard. really like Borat, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I've heard that it's great. But again, that's like, it's too real. Yeah. Like, it's. I bet it's funny, but it's also like, it's too real yeah. to be like, oh yeah, man. Like, it's true. This is too, it's also, you know what I mean? It's more sad than anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, wa- I just watched um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall again because that movie is gold. No, that movie is I love funny. that movie. Yeah. I could use a good comedy. I'll just go find find a comedy to watch. I did. I was rewatching uh, Crazy Stupid Love the other day, which I just I love that movie. Oh, that movie's so good. It's really cute. I enjoyed it. All right. Okay. That's all I got. I don't got much else, Carly. That's all I cool. got. What? Same. Okay. Well, what are we doing next week? All right. Uh, next week, the '80s were weird continues with spookies which is uh available to rent and witchboard which is available on prime and tubby tv because i can't not say that i know i know that the tv it's isn't on there anymore tubby. but i don't care we're calling it tubby guys it's not gonna change. tubby for life my friends um and amy yeah uh, word on the street is that we have a special guest next week. We do. Who, I'm not going to tell you who. That? It's oh. a surprise. It's a surprise, guys. Just in case. What if it doesn't happen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited because we love guests. Yes. It's. So uh, I'll in. give you a hint. It's a guest from a film that we've d- discussed recently. They're involved in it. Yeah. Very. Recently. That's all we got. That's all I got. That's your hint. Cool. Um, so I'm excited. We're excited um, to have a guest. And that's yes. all we got. That's it. So Spookies and Witchboard next week, guys. Yahoo! Yahoo is right. Uh, and until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. 